When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and today we're talking about anxiety medication. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm always super excited to bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, a psychotherapist in Houston, Texas. Welcome, everyone. If you're new here, I'm glad that you're here. And of course, for all of my loyal listeners, I love you all so very much. Sending you a big, big, big virtual hug. Let's get started with today's episode, the episode that I've been wanting to do for a while, wasn't sure. I don't really want to sway anyone to do anything. I think that deciding to take medication should be up to you and your physician. But I'm going to talk about what I see in my practice when I feel that people need medication. So while I'm not a big fan of medication, I do believe that you can get better without medication. You don't really need medication to heal your anxiety, but there are certain times and certain people that I would suggest to get on something. And usually it's people that have that lingering anxiety all day long. If you feel like you're always anxious, if you feel you're having panic attacks often, and you're not able to do the things that you need to do, your activities of daily living, basic things that you need to do, like go to work, drive, go buy things. If you, or if your anxiety is preventing you from doing the things that you need to do, and you feel anxious most of the day, and you're going to therapy because sometimes if you feel all those things, but you're not in therapy, or I should say sometimes when you're feeling all those things and you go to therapy, you will get better. It will help you. But if you're going to therapy and it's still not helping you, that's when I suggest people get on medication. Why? Because if you're not feeling a little better, no matter what kind of therapist you have, you can have the best therapist in the world. And sometimes you need something. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had people that have had severe anxiety with severe panic that are not doing the things that they normally do, their activities of daily living. They stopped working. They stopped driving. They're not going out. They're at home almost all day and they do it without medication. 
it is possible, but it's a little harder. So for those people that are in therapy and it's really, really hard for them, they're not feeling better, that's when I usually suggest something. Now you can start with natural herbs, natural vitamins or minerals or stuff that's out there now that helps. And if it still doesn't help, that's when I say, okay, maybe you need to get on medication. So medication, there are so many different types of medications that are used to treat anxiety disorders or anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder. Um, There's SSRIs, which is the most common ones that usually physicians or psychiatrists will prescribe. They're the first thing that they think of. Um, And usually it's like the antidepressants like Zoloft, Prozac, Um, fluoxetine is the scientific name to Prozac, but Prozac is the name brand. There's Lexapro. So these SSRIs help to increase the levels of serotonin in the brain, um, which helps to improve your mood and should help reduce anxiety symptoms. And then there's SNRIs, which are the um, Effexor, Symbolta. Those work a little different um, also with serotonin. Um, It also helps to regulate your mood and reduce anxiety. Again, some people have better results than others. With some people, it doesn't really work. Sometimes it can create more anxiety. I don't want to say that, but I want to be as honest with you all as possible. And then there's the benzos, the benzodiazepines, which is the uh, Xanax, um, lorazepam, which is Ativan, um, Valium. There's different types of uh, benzos. These work a little faster. If you take it, um, usually it works within 15, 20 minutes. With the others that I talked about, the SSRIs and the SNRIs, they usually take about six to eight weeks to work fully. Now, can you feel the effects in less time than that? Yes, you can. But to work fully, the SSRIs and SNRIs work a little slower. It takes time for your body to um, to kind of work with the medication to help. With the benzos, they're fast acting, but they're also more addictive. It's a little harder to get off of them. So you want to be careful if you do take any of the benzos. Um, You want to just be very, very careful. The way these work is they act on the central nervous system to enhance the neurotransmitter GABA. So they're fast acting. It will help you to have that calm effect and can help you uh, reduce your anxiety and, and that panic. And then there's beta blockers. They work a little different. Beta blockers um, work with eliminating the adrenaline in the body. So reducing the adrenaline, reducing um, the adrenaline will have the effect of reducing all the physical symptoms that adrenaline creates in the body when you have anxiety, which is the racing heart, the trembling, the sweating, all those symptoms. So if you have those symptoms, more of those symptoms, when you have anxiety, usually beta blockers is what your physician or your psychiatrist will give you. 
And then there are other types of prescription drugs out there that help with anxiety disorders. Um, There's new ones popping up every single year. I hear about a new one. Again, you want to work with your physician or your psychiatrist. Find what works for you. Everyone is different. And today I also wanted to talk about getting off your medication. So for those of you that are on medication and have been wanting to get off your medication, and usually people with anxiety, you want to get off your medication. Most people with anxiety, we don't want to be on medication. It's really hard for us to accept medication or being on medication. Again, do not beat yourself up. If you need it, take it. If you need something to help you, take it. And I always recommend you go to therapy, do the work, change your lifestyle and learn how to not fear the anxiety. So when you've done that, and this is how you know you're ready to get off your medication. You're going to therapy. You've learned a lot. You've grown. You have these tools to implement into your life. Whenever you feel anxious, whenever you feel like you're going to get anxiety and you don't fear anxiety anymore. If you are there, then that's the perfect time to try to get off your medication. Again, no one should tell you when you should do that, or if you should do that, you should decide with your doctor. But again, most people with anxiety want to get off their medication. So if you're going to therapy or you've already finished therapy and you've changed your habits and you've incorporated things, you've learned so much about yourself and your anxiety and you don't fear it anymore, that's when you know you can get off And how do you get off your medication? So this is one thing that I tell. Yes, I always say talk to your psychiatrist and your doctor, but most psychiatrists are very, they're used to, not very, but they're used to getting people off their medication. And they work with people with severe, other severe mental illnesses. So they get on and off medications all the time. They're always uh, working with people getting on and off medication. So they're very quick to say, hey, yes, we'll do it. We'll wing you off this medication. We'll do it slowly. And slowly to them is, let's say you're on 50 milligrams of an SSRI and They tell you, okay, do 25 for a week and then uh, the next week do every other day 25 and then the third week you should be off. That is very, very fast. So whatever your doctor says, I want you to advocate for yourself and say you want to go slower. And usually what I tell people, again, I am not giving specific advice. This is just general advice go three to four times slower than what your physician says or your psychiatrist says. Tell them, be honest with them and tell them that you want to go very, very slow. Why? Because a lot of people will have withdrawal symptoms and it doesn't matter how long you've been on. Most physicians require you to be on your medication, whether it's an SSRI, 
um, usually SSRIs and SNRIs. If you're on one of those, they require you to be at, on it at least a year before you can taper off your medication. So a year is a long time. Your body gets used to it. So you want to make sure that you go slow and you have a plan with your therapist and your psychiatrist and you implement these things that you've learned and you have a very good solid plan that you know you have the support from again your physician and your psychiatrist I mean your therapist very very important for you to understand the side effects of or withdrawal symptoms of getting off and then maybe even going to a naturopathic doctor, a functional medicine doctor that can work with your physician to get you off that medication that you want to get off and to maybe incorporate some herbs, teas, natural supplements to help you um, to not feel the bad side effects. Um, because sometimes the bad side effects are a little bit of anxiety. So you want to make sure that you've learned not to fear it and that you're okay if you're going to feel a little anxious. And people do it. People do it. You want to go slow. You can get off your medication if that is your goal. You don't need to live on medication for the rest of your life. You can do it without. It can be a journey. It can be hard. But if you have the right team behind you and you have that support, anything can happen. You can get off your medication and you will be fine. I have seen it many, many, many times. And um, again, you just want to be ready and you want to be incorporating all the things that you've learned into your life, changing um, what you want to change in your life as far as, you know, bad habits that you had before that, you know, didn't help you when you had anxiety and all, um, as a matter of fact, you know, these bad habits usually affect us and, and they make our anxiety worse. So that is all I have for today. I just wanted to make this podcast about medication because I've get, been getting a lot of questions about medication and if I think that people should get on or how do you get off um, and I wanted to create this podcast for you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to always remind you to be good to yourself and others and that is all. If you have not followed me on Instagram, I would love to have you as my friend on Instagram I will be creating more um, posts. I've been slacking off in the Instagram world because I've been really, really busy, but I've been trying to dedicate more time to do that. So I'd appreciate a follow. Um, again, I love you all so very much. Always remember, again, to be good to yourself and others. And I will see you all soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.